Hello, horror fans. Welcome back to Selling the Scream, a show about horror movies brought to you by one horror nerd and one horror noob. I am Jed Donaldson, the aforementioned noob. That leaves our nerd, uh, Josh. If it bleeds, we can kill him. Yoke him. Yeah. <laughs> How's it uh, going, Josh? Going, going pretty well, or just a, a series of clicks. Um. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't convinced about my ability to pull that one off. I guess I could have <laughs> said the words if I was going to be so on the nose, right? Yeah, yeah. If, uh, you know, if you, you just just call me the Yatja. Um, See, I, yeah. I keep seeing that word tossed around on like YouTube and stuff, and I never knew it was an actual thing. I don't know where that was uh, introduced. I believe in the the Dark Horse comics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into what we're talking about, but yeah, if, if you're not following it, it, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, how, how have you been, man? You know, I can't I can't complain too much. Uh, I mean, I can and I will, but <laughs> um, I I've been doing fine, except I'm just not sleeping very well. I'm just waking up four or five times a night, just having not bad dreams, but just I, I think the way I described it to my wife was that my dreams are frustrating. Like I'm trying to explain something to someone who doesn't believe what I'm telling them over <laughs> and over again. It's like you're you're graduating into adult nightmares. Yes. <laughs> I'm probably not going to get like chased by a killer, but I bet I'm going to have to like interact with somebody real fucking stupid tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had I've had numerous dreams uh, ever since I left working for Blockbuster that you know I'm, I'm comfortable in my life and where everything's going well and blah blah blah. But I've had numerous dreams that just for some reason. I started the call. there again. <laughs> they brought me back. Our old district like, manager gives you a call like, uh, you're, you're next on the list. and. <laughs> but they don't bother to give me like any sort of retraining. So I just kind of have to wing it based on what I sort of remember about working there. <laughs> they nice. mostly resulted in me hiding in the back room for <laughs> most yes. big stretches of my shift. So not all that different from yeah, not really, no. Blockbuster. You do, you do what you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've been I've been doing all right. It was actually my my last day at work. I got a week off. Got some family Ooh. in town. Yeah. Um, went to go see a, a rock and roll show last night. That was or the night before. That was pretty fun with. Uh, Friend of the show, Jen Fett, was up there. Met her. A bunch of... You guys didn't go together, though. We did not go together, no. Uh, we'll, we'll quash those uh, those fandoms. Um, the slash fix that's popping up. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it, was a, it was a great time. Um, yeah, but uh, do we, we talk about uh, rock shows and labor dreams here? No, we talk about the motherfucking Predator. <laughs> we do. We talk about that Yacha, bitch. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, we're talking about this time, uh, Prey, we're, into, we're doing a, a movie that's in the zeitgeist again, not one of my old bullshit movies. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always loved the original. I, I maintain that number two is better than most people give it credit for. Still very entertaining. Okay. Maybe hasn't held up very well. I haven't watched it in a little while, but um, I mean, it definitely has that like that problem, like 
modern day movies when you watch like 80s and 90s cop movies when like the cops are just like the problem is you're not letting me murder enough people <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i guess we did let them do that <laughs> i guess we <laughs> i guess we changed our tune on that one that, that's you're called a super cop if you manage to pull that off <laughs> don't drag jackie chan into this. <laughs> <laughs> although he did kill a lot of people i guess yeah. um they didn't call it that for nothing <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing you did not see uh, uh, Predators or The Predator? No, I, I want to say I watched at least one of the AVP movies. Yeah. Uh, but that kind of... My condolences. Yeah, it kind of soured me on the series, and it, it sounds like not much of value was lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that series... One is exceptionally stupid, and you're, like, angry that you watched it. And then you watch two, you watch Requiem, and you go, I, I miss AVP 1. Like, that wasn't so bad, was it? Like, remember that? Remember when I was just a little angry? When you look back, those rose-tinted glasses set in a Predator mask. Um, the, the Predator sucks. Um, that was uh, uh, directed by Shane Black, who was Hawkins in, 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 in the original yeah um and it it, it just is, is awful uh i like predators though predators is a is a good time uh, well maybe i'll check that out because i think it looked like every single one of them is on hulu right now in celebration of prey being released yeah yeah no it's uh i i, I rewatched the original because i realized it'd been like you know nearly a year or so yeah since i'd watched I, the original predator and i, I like, what am i doing I, with my life <laughs> i definitely considered uh i mean by consider i mean i'm I'm trying to find a time where I can sit down and watch it with my uh, my oldest son because I think it's time. Yeah, no, he needs he needs to know. Uh, he liked he liked Terminator 2 an awful lot, so. Yeah, which I think just might edge out Predator as my favorite Arnold movie, but it is like by a hair. <laughs> I mean, they're they're both real good. <laughs> So I will I will maybe try to abstain from doing a lot of Arnold impressions. In this I would appreciate it, and I, I will thank you in advance for our listeners. <laughs> you hope they stick around. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this this uh, prey is a huge hit, but it's also a a, a huge asterisk hit, a straight to streaming. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's weird. It's yeah. I mean, I guess I guess spoilers. I, I'm not going to go into this, and I, I the way we're going to discuss this is probably going to give away the surprise a little bit. So I might as well just head it off in the past. I thought this movie was fucking rad. Yeah, no, it 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 is it rips, and we're gonna, we'll we'll get into the whys and hows of how it rips. But I'm glad that we just get the sales portion. We just like we take that whole segment of the show and just say I don't. I don't want to play coy throughout the whole thing. And, and I mean, there's times when you can, when I can do that a little bit, but um, I, I'm not going to be able to, to like devil's advocate that I didn't like this enough to make it apparent. So <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no magic to be withheld here. I'm just going to come right out. I'm not going to try to color the conversation. <laughs> um, but this one got like kind of pitched and developed when they were working on uh, the predator. Um Dan Trachtenberg made it, who um, has also made um, 
uh, had, had some experience with a, a you know offbeat sequel. The only other uh, feature film that he's directed is Ten Cloverfield Lane. Did you, did you watch that one? I still have not watched that. I, I loved Cloverfield, and yeah. I know that the rest of the stuff that's been associated with Cloverfield has really nothing to do with that movie, other than like loosely tying in like stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've heard Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane is really good. It is. It's like it's. I think it. Um, I kind of wish it didn't have that title and it was just like really hit you out of nowhere with it. Cause like uh, the, the premise is that uh, a woman is like held against her will, like in a, in a bomb shelter by a crazed John Goodman who has t- told her that like the world has basically ended and nobody can go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, which like, you know, spoiler alert, like for the movie, cause we're gonna talk a little bit about how this ties into like with the predator stuff. Um, that like yep. in the last quarter of it, you find out it's a Cloverfield movie. She goes outside and it's like the, the Cloverfield aliens are there. Um, but this movie was kind of pitched similarly. It was, it was pitched as a movie called skulls that was just going to be like about a, you know, a, a, a native American hunter encountering some sort of uh, supernatural or, or science I, fiction. I force. would have assumed maybe like a skinwalker or something along those lines. Like some some mythological uh, hunter spirit from their folklore. That's kind of how I would have envisioned it if they didn't throw the, the predator in there. Well, or just that that would be the pitch in that partway through the movie. You'd like be like, oh, shit, it's a predator. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're watching a predator movie. Uh, I, I really wish like. I feel like it's almost impossible because just how like plugged in people are, but I, I, I wish somebody could pull some sort of twist like that where you go to see like a, you know, Tom Hanks and Sally Field like dramedy and then just like Freddy Krueger shows up like two thirds of the way through it. Like. <laughs> I think, I think it totally would have been uh, plausible or, or even and, and doable in this movie, but they really like, if they had just left out, some of the the sci-fi stuff early on, like seeing the the ship come through the the clouds and drop them off, and if they'd really kind of hidden some of the the telltale predator stuff until later on, um, I think they could they could have really done that here. Yeah, and it was like a. But you really you lean into that the sounds and the you know the 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 heat vision and the the clicking noises, and it's all very distinctive and iconic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it did not end up being uh, the the they were initially going to market it that way um, and not have it be like a, a huge surprise. Like once you actually started the movie, like when they get away, like, you'd know fairly soon, but it wasn't going to be called Prey. It was going to be called Skulls. Um, yeah. And but they, they kind of changed it. I think that's part of what I wanted to talk about a little bit about this being a Hulu original movie. Um it's a Fox property. So Fox was, was bought by Disney who, who owns Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, so Naru, our, our heroine, Disney princess. Um, <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> she just needs a few songs. I think we're, we're most of the way there. Um, they're in Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing problematic about that movie. Chad. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but it's kind of like in this weird state of affairs right now where there's like this kind of line between what gets theatrical release and what gets streaming release. And like, yeah. like the numbers are never really clear. We've been told this is the biggest, 
Hulu original movie of all time, and they're making that big Predator push. But I, mean, I guess I always just assume that they're they have some way of tracking this stuff, but I can't imagine it's simple. Yeah, I, I feel like every time you you poke at the edges of how they track it, it's like it you you start to see the algorithm, and it's like seeing the the face of God. Your mind just starts to get fucking evaporated a little bit. Um, like what was that movie with the the where the image of Hugh Jackman like staring up with his hair being blown back in the light? Is that, <laughs> what what is that called? Do you know is what that, is, that, is that the fountain you're thinking the of? Fountain, the fountain, yeah, the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like in, I all of them are a little. Show to hear me describe gifs and news. <laughs> but all of them are like are a little different. Like Netflix has got their algorithm that like they really care about whether like like when you start a series, like if you finish it within X amount of time and like it's led to them canceling a bunch of, a bunch of kids shows because like, I don't know about you, but my, I don't let my kids just sit and watch, you know, consume content like I do. Like that'd yeah. be, I would be an irresponsible parent if I didn't make them go outside while I like binged six hours of a TV show. Yeah. You, you got to do your duty as a parent for sure. <laughs> I would also, I would also like to point out that if, your kid is anything like my kids, and I've heard this from numerous other parents as well. Is uh, you'll they'll find an episode that they like, and it'll be on fucking repeat. <laughs> it's like finishing yeah. a series. I don't give a shit about this story. <laughs> <laughs> I just want this one funny part over and over and yeah. over again. Um, yeah, and like it's a weird state of affairs right now. Like it's this, um, it, and I think it also is, is a little you know collar tugging that. You have this movie that's like a huge visual feast made by a guy who made a successful uh, like secret sequel to another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they dropped a you know a decent amount on like some of the CGI is a little dodgy. We'll get into the dodgy CGI. I, but, I um, think overall this movie looks great. I but think it mostly it, looks really yeah. good, and especially like the like the visual design. Wise, like the just the, the, the landscapes and stuff look amazing. <laughs> but it, you. you you start to see a little bit of a pattern of where some of this line between theatrical release and streaming releases. And I think I hate to say it, but some of it also probably has to do with the fact that you don't have any named actors in this. And it's right. like a, a nearly what do you mean? Amber mid thunder is an awesome name. Oh, she rules. And I'm going to like, I, y- you gave away your, like uh, your, your sale or not. I'm going to give away my, my crispy. And like, I, she should be like a star. Like no, now, yeah, no, like quality <laughs> performance-wise, I'm not saying anything. That I think, I think, legitimately, her name is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm less sold on Dakota Beavers, but. <laughs> well, what if I told you this is Dakota Beavers' first movie? Oh, so he's got time to grow into that name or change it? What do you? What do you <laughs> what's the angle you're going with here, Josh? <laughs> well, just that he does a really good job in this movie. Yeah, did you want to kind of shout him out too? Um, despite. It, and like Having mostly a, native cast, that's yeah, pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, and I mean like the 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 only f- non-native folks in it are like the villains that don't bother to get translated from the, the original French. Like, I think that's an awesome choice. Yeah, no, it's 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 really great, and um, you know, you you mentioned kind of the the native representation too. It's it's specifically Comanche. Um, and Hulu, like I, I will give them props. This is something you wouldn't be able to do with theatrical release. 
simultaneously released both the English dub and the Comanche dub at the same time. I, so I can, saw that. I wish I had watched the Comanche dub. Well, you know, I, I always watch all these movies a couple times, so it's it, it, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Um, and I think it's also really cool just from the like the standpoint of like it's a language whose users are you know that have been uh, by design by our government the the use of the language has been uh, suppressed and yeah. having something like this that's a uh, like a cultural touchstone that could also help like preserve the the the, the language is is pretty great too. If there's any justice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, this is like a pattern that you're not just seeing with this movie. Like Netflix just did a bunch of their layoffs and like pretty much all the people they just hired on who are like LGBTQ creators, per, like per, people of color creators were like first on the chopping block. And it's... Right. Um, you can't have anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> and like the... I, the the H the Warner Brothers HBO thing is like the most baffling to me where they have like a Batgirl movie that's like 95% done cost 90 million to make and they're just like it's going to be a tax write off and yet like the Flash starring like Ezra like, Miller who's, maybe who's like, the most problematic person in Hollywood right now <laughs> who's like McCavity from Cats breaking every human law <laughs> yeah. Like every time I see his name, it's in conjunction with something else bizarre or just outright illegal that he's done. <laughs> they the, they've done. Sorry, yeah. they pronouns. <laughs> but but the Flash must be released. The Flash must come out. It's it's just that it's it's this weird landscape that we find ourselves in. I don't want to just like only have this discussion because I want to talk about how fucking rad this movie is. Yeah. But I, I think it's kind of also important to have that like context of how this was released um no i i agree it's the streaming streaming in general is 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 weird it's hard it's hard to know what's going to do well it's hard to know if something actually is doing well because people take their time they'll either binge it or it'll they'll come to it like two years later or they'll they'll watch an episode here or there forget about it and then come back to it um it's it nearly not, impossible. I don't. I don't envy the people that have to try to unravel this Gordian knot of whether or not these things are profitable or, or uh, you know, worth the worth the money to make. Um, I think a lot of good stuff is out there. I think there's an awful lot of very talented people making an awful lot of awfully good stuff. Um, and I don't know what the right answer is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I, I think what's what becomes troubling is like, uh, and this is sort of like, I have been on the physical media tip again for the past, like half decade at least, because we don't really like own this shit. Like mm-hmm. at, at any time oh, right. it can disappear. And at any time, like that's a, that's a discussion that's been going around um, with games and music and stuff for a long time. Like they could just yeah. decide to say, we're not doing this service anymore what does that do with the things that you spent money on that you don't actually have? <laughs> yeah. You don't you you don't own them. You've, you've paid for permission to access them. And if they don't, they don't have to allow you that access. Uh, I don't know. This, this movie's getting a physical release later this year. So, you know, hopefully uh, at some point you, you know, folks, folks pick it up and make it worthwhile for them to keep making 
I was just, I was gonna say that's not what we talk about on the show, but it is definitely a conversation that is worth having. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you haven't thought about it, you should think about it a little bit. <laughs> I, I think one thing that may be worth touching on, because I don't want to touch. I'd love to do like an episode about the original Predator because I, I fucking love that movie. But um, I don't know, Josh. Is it horror? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's might, one of the three things that it is. We, we may have a little bit of a, of that here, because okay, okay. I, this is, a, I mean, it's a it's an alien monster. It's a, it's a gruesome no, no, monster, I, man. I I'm not going to go deep in the weeds with it, but I, <laughs> I think it's a discussion that could be had. Yeah, and I also like I really like genre intersections like this. I think that's part of my genre fluidity. Is I'm like mm-hmm. I, I want I want some horror in my sci-fi. I want some horror in my action movie. Like it's. Um, right. I, that, absolutely. Yeah. You can throw a little bit of something into everything, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I think something else that might be worth kind of just touching on from the original, though, is that um, that the original Predator also had an indigenous character in it. And we had we had Billy. Um, Billy. Yeah. Billy. Um, the played by the not at all problematic Sonny Landham. Not at all a huge piece of shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but at least he was like actually an indigenous actor and right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't someone in blackface or. Yeah. And like, yes, he was the tracker of the group, but he was also like, a, like a character who had a personality and was like his own, like fucking pan flutes didn't play when he came on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he wasn't, it wasn't like all uh, like mystic. Uh, native person it was like yeah he had he had a role to play he had some some mystique about him but yeah yeah i think it's also easy to like if you because i re- I rewatched it again recently and like a, a lot of the stuff that maybe plays off as mysticism is like like that he knows something's out there like he also hears the predator copy his laugh like when he laughs at uh at hawkins joke about yeah. uh you know about the big vaginas um the predator like mimics him and he like looks up and sees where the predator is. So like he has claws. It's not just like, you know, bad, bad juju or like, <laughs> you know. I, 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 you know, after watching this, I did go back and kind of, uh, go down the rabbit hole a little bit watching kind of reaction or things that I missed sort of mm-hmm. videos on YouTube. Uh, and they mentioned that, you know, he says in the original predator that, his ancestors saw something like this in the past. Uh, now yeah. he was part Sioux Indian, not Comanche, but I think it's reasonable to assume that if, if uh, that there may have been some connection between the two. Yeah. And I, I think like, the other thing in predator is that it's mentioned like uh, Anna, the, 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 the woman they've captured is also like talked about her people encountering mm-hmm. this too, during like very hot years um, so maybe, you know, the predators just came to the new world back then <laughs> and, uh, which, you know, to be fair before Columbus, more people in the new world <laughs> than there were in the rest of the world. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> so it's funny how that works. Yeah. It's funny how smallpox happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's get off that depressing subject and talk about just a kick-ass movie. <laughs> uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, start to finish on this bad boy, uh, just it, it again like it it rips and it's like i think like plot wise we might not like there's not a lot of beats in this movie but they all they all work and they all add up and like it just looks great and the action's really great um our setting is the the 
Comanche uh, territory, the Great Plains in 1719. Uh, I didn't know the Comanche went into Canada, but... Um, yeah, I, I I wondered where exactly this was set as well, and Canada is kind of where I'd settle on. <laughs> well, they their territory kind of went through, like... Um, modern Colorado and like yep. um, parts of New Mexico, but you'll, um, you'll forgive me if I'm not super duper up to date on my, my tribe. Oh, dare you. <laughs> um, but it's also like, you know, not, if you're a stickler about that, sorry, but it's also, you know, I'm sure they got like some sort of tax credit for filming Canada. Yeah, so give yeah. them a break. <laughs> um, but uh, our, our heroine, uh, Naru is a, uh, a young woman in the tribe who is trained as a healer, but wants to hunt. She wants to be a great hunter like her father and her brother. Um, and I think part she of what I read. One of the guys, Josh. <laughs> Another not at all problem. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Like her brother, Tabe. Um, but I, I think one thing I really do love about this, like, because this is kind of a stock character these days right like that's that's yeah i know i mean the on the surface the the character and the the story that you're presented with is pretty pretty simple pretty basic pretty uh you've seen this before yeah i mean like this is kind of the the plot of most like um you know woman-led kind of action your kids movies even like the past however many years where it's like, you know, trying to do the thing that they're not supposed to do. I think what I, what I really love about it is that like, she's not naturally great at it. And she like fucks up a lot, but like her, her like biggest, she's sort of like Ripley where it's like, she just, she's constantly absorbing the information and learning and like my, my read on it is all she was really missing is experience and they wouldn't give her a chance to earn that experience like you yeah. tell she was proficient and skilled in the things that she was doing she just never got to go out there and face to face with the things that she yeah. was trying to hunt and she but she falls down a lot and yeah like, but, but the falling down is like is part of the process it's like right. she's she's learning from it and getting way better i think it's, it's really cool that you get to kind of see like um her really like absorb the mistakes that she's made and, and like change and become like become basically Dutch by the end of this movie mm-hmm. um, from, from not really starting there. Yeah. I, if there's one thing I will want, really want to call out in this movie is that they like, everything's a Chekhov's gun. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything there are on. so many things that they'll show you early on that will either be directly or indirectly referred to as the movie goes on. Um, you know, telling that story of this is something that happens early and she did this when it happened the first time. When it happens again, that's not the case anymore. She's she's learned from it. Yeah. Um, we're also introduced uh, to her, her dog, Sari, um, who is a good fucking dog. <laughs> it's a good pupper. <laughs> this was a, a Carolina dog. They, they wanted to get a dog that would actually be a dog that uh, Comanche, they, they, they're pretty good, at, other than being in Canada. I mean, they're pretty good about a lot of the historical accuracy stuff in this. Um, uh, but, maybe more so than they even needed to be. Yeah, yeah period-specific toothbrushes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I do love that Dan Trachtenberg said that uh, that test audiences just, like, 
went went apeshit for the dog and like they they basically they re-edited the movie and showed it and like the test audience were like oh again we just we just want more dog and dan trachtenberg said um you got everything that's usable with the dog it was a it was a puppy we got from a shelter <laughs> i i did read that that the dog was like a not like a trained animal to 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 do these things so just just happy to be there just yeah <laughs> It was just something that the cast and crew loved him so much that he kind of hung around, but he wasn't intentionally part of the movie as much. He wasn't supposed to be so much of the of, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta feature the dog now. Um, early on, we get we get the uh, the predator's spacecraft in the sky. We get uh, she's out like training. She's throwing her axe around. She tries to hunt down a deer and uh, sees a thunderbird. I like I like that explanation of it. I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's cool. Um, I really like the title drop too. It's the um, oh, they just keep it, going up in the sky and then you see the name. Yeah, that it's just the the, the title card drops down. It's it's after that in, uh, introductory and it's a real old school like the the predator font title drop card and then drop down. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty cool. Um, if like, if they're yeah. You you obviously can tell that the people who made this gave a shit and cared about what they were making. Yeah, and that you know that they were um, there's there's callbacks to the to the first and second. There obviously there are so many callbacks to this movie. movie. <laughs> um, but she returns to her village. Um, she's she has a little brief interaction with her with her brother. You find out her brother is like a you know, one of the better young hunters in the village and they're, they're kind of having a little, you know, uh, he's, he's hunting hot. measuring contest. He's hot <laughs> shit. Shooting birds out of the sky. Oh, they, uh, have, they have this, they have this conversation where he's telling her about his first hunt and maybe she should have paid attention a little more instead of falling asleep. <laughs> Caught you sleeping. Um, but uh, they, they, our inciting incident here is that one of the um, tribe's hunters has been taken by a mountain lion. So they organize a, a hunting party to go out after it. And uh, Naru follows after, and uh, her brother kind of vouches for her and says, like... Yeah, like, she wasn't invited, but he... They have, like, a... They have a typical sibling relationship where it's 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 competitive but slightly antagonistic, but you can tell they care about each other. He didn't invite her along, but now that she's here, he's like, I'm willing to let you show what you got. Yeah, well, he tells everybody else she knows medicine, then we're gonna need medicine when we find him. And then he like pulls her aside and is just like, uh, you wanted your chance, now you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. She's like, he's like, now you got to do it. He's like, I will. He's like, I know, cause you have to. <laughs> Um, but we, we kind of see our, our, our predator has landed and as, uh, I don't, there's, there's not much of this movie. I don't, I, I, that I think is like super cheesy, but this like driving the theme home of like hunter and the hunted and predator and prey where they do like three animals in rapid succession, like a a mouse eating an ant, snake eating a mouse, (laughs) And the predator taking the, the, the snake's skin and skull. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little on those. I would say that the weakest part of this movie is like the first like 20 minutes or so. 
I, I can see that. I, I, I also think, like, anytime, like, I, as much as I love the dog in this movie, and I understand, like, not wanting to do, like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the movie Roar. It was an early 80s movie where they, like, uh, it was, like, a lion movie, and they wanted to use real lions, and it's Tippi Hedren in it, and it, what it's famous for is that it took years and years to make because people kept getting mauled by lions. <laughs> Imagine that. It's almost like they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, any like, time working with animals is, is going to be yeah. something. But the, 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 the flip side on that is that you get these CGI animals, which I don't think, they don't ruin the movie or anything for me, but it's like, it definitely takes you out of it a bit. To have, a little bit, like, yeah. It's, it's it's a little shaky in parts. Although, <laughs> you know, to sk- skip forward just a little bit and we can come back. Yeah. I didn't know that Predator fist fighting a bear was something that I needed, but fuck did I need it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want him to be like uh, Alec Baldwin or, uh, or Anthony Hopkins in The Edge with a real bear. <laughs> I would have been all okay with either of those guys fist fighting a bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe like modern Alec Baldwin. Like, yeah. Issuing like horrific statements about his role in the shooting and just getting mauled by a bear. <laughs> Hindsight. <laughs> um, but the, uh, they find the, the, the hunter and they they realize something is off because the lion's not around that that took him off so something scared the lion off yeah um so tabe and one of the other group like stay to hunt the lion everybody else is going back um when uh, naru starts to uh you know see some things that don't add up she sees the um the, the snake <laughs> she finds the yeah. snake she finds like right. something has climbed to the tree <laughs> I think I, I think I know what you're going to say to this and you're going to say it's a movie and things have to happen. <laughs> but uh, I like, why are these guys the best hunters in the village? <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's a lot of like, it, I just, it doesn't read to me as being like a huge village. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of like, I still the, like, I think of, of like the bare minimum, you would have some sort of inkling of what's normal and not normal in the wilderness surrounding where you live. I, Even I, just from yeah. living in it, <laughs> but these guys are—they they talk too much for being outside in the wilderness. They—they're just like, Fuck, yeah, I see dead-skinned, headless snakes twitching around all the time. What are you talking about, <laughs> <laughs> idiot? Probably uh, a bear that did that. <laughs> I mean, I think there's like a cocksureness. There—it's it's like these all these young dudes that are out like yeah, trying yeah. to like. I, it's certainly tempered by the fact that it's a it's a woman telling them these things, so they're like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I you know I don't know if that's changed a lot. <laughs> that's like, like a cross cultural thing, but I, I think there's also something to be said too. Like we we did like briefly skip over that they, they introduce her her mother who's taught her how to be a healer and is like concerned about her wanting to adopt this role that's kind of like outside of her. Yeah, she says what? She says, Why do you want this so bad? It's because everyone says she can't. Everyone thinks she can't do it. Which yeah. I have a little bit of a problem with, because personally, I think she just wants to so she can sleep in. Kicked <laughs> awake in the morning. <laughs> really, really, I'm figuring out the underlying cause of 
<laughs> oh, I miss it's not subtext. It's text. The second time she gets kicked awake, she looks over at her brother who's still sleeping happily from the night before. And she <laughs> fucking get up and start digging in the ground for roots and flowers and whatnot. Fuck that noise. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, but I think the way that this movie presents like the conservative aspects of culture. Um, I don't like it. I don't really hate it as much. Like, cause it's like, it's, it's very much like her mother is concerned for her and cares for her. And is like, you are making things hard for yourself. You have a great skill and you serve a role. It's not like you're doing nothing. Right. That tri- tribal healer is always going to be necessary and needed. Yeah, and I think, like, even the, the, the dudes in the war band, like, as, as shitty as they are to her, they're also, like, we're trying to save somebody, and, like, this they unproven person. They recognize value. Yeah, they recognize the healing value, but they, they also, like, kind of don't want her with them because she's going to, like, she's not proven. They don't know that she can do the thing that they're trying to do. It's, you know, it's, it's weird when you're trying to look at a, a movie that's depicting, like, a, a certain period of time through the values that we have today, because I mean, to at a certain level, you have to say, well, I mean, shitty or not, that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. But I, what I'm saying is that I, I think part of what I, I do like about this movie is that there, it, yeah, they're all a little shitty to her, but it's like, I, I don't, and there's like the one dude who punches her in the face later on, but like, um, she was beating the fuck out of him in a fist fight though. <laughs> But no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. You're you're saying that these people have at least some justification for the way they're acting because it is life or death. Yeah, that's that's kind of more my point where I, I think I get that um, we're not meant to take their side, but we are given at least enough to see that their point of view is right. like it's not just them being shitty. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, the um, she wants to go back and warn her brother because her brother's um, hunting the lion. There might be like something else out there. Um, Whether it's a bear or not, he's not he's not hunting a bear. He's not prepared for a bear. Yes. Um. So she goes to go find them. Um. And they uh, you know, basically Tave is like, again, you you got to do it. <laughs> like, um. And and takes her idea where they're gonna they're gonna bait. Uh, a tree he's gonna try to like flush the lion towards the tree and and they're gonna they're gonna attack it and like she's getting shit talked by i, I kind of love this part where the guy's like this is one of those times where i was like these hunters like you're terrible you're supposed to be hiding in this tree and you're just loudly talking to this girl about how bad she is i'm glad the lion's about to eat you <laughs> <laughs> talk shit get hit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's again, it's like it's a lioness too. So like, <laughs> you, you out here, you dumb girl, and then like fucking girl lion just takes him well, down, like, pulls him to pieces. <laughs> do you know for a fact it's a lioness? Because it's a mountain lion. They don't necessarily have big traditional lion manes. To I, think, I think it's a little, I think it's meant to be, but uh, yeah, they are the, more uh, traditionally the hunters though. You you are yes. correct about that. Um, but she has her own confrontation with this thing. And again, this is kind of what I was talking about, like with her, like not succeeding. I feel like in a lot of other movies, like maybe she would have succeeded, but like the guy took credit for it or like, uh, right. Cause she has, a, she has a solid plan and you find out later on that it's a plan that fucking works. She is yeah. just lacking the experience to pull it off. 
Well, also, like, a predator appears in the sky. <laughs> like, she'll go, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes on the prize. Now, she's face to face with a mountain lion. I think I'd be a little more concerned with that than the lasers in the woods. <laughs> than the Pink Floyd laser light show. Yeah. <laughs> Is that great gig in the sky? <laughs> um, but the... Um, She's knocked out, and we find out that, like, you know, her brother brought her back, went out to hunt the lion. He he ends up killing the lion on his own. And like you said, like, we find out later they kind of have this reconciliation moment where he's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it, like, if if you hadn't already heard it. Yeah, um, she does, like, all the to her, she, she manages to stick that thing with her spear before she gets knocked out, which yeah. is why she doesn't get eaten and her brother's able to take, it, take her home. <laughs> um but the uh i i do love that like tabe comes back with on on the on the hercules tip with the the lion (laughs) yeah big brother's kind of a badass (laughs) he is uh and you know nothing against him it's he can't help it does have a bit of Corey feldman face yeah the the wide jaw i I get (laughs) you You know, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Corey Feldman's face. <laughs> I think you um, mean Jason Voorhees' face. <laughs> remember? Remember? <laughs> um, but uh, Naru knows that it's it's not the lion they need to be worried about. That, like, the lion wasn't the thing that, that, that skinned the snake and or, that she saw in the sky. Or, or... She doesn't necessarily know that it's something they need to be worried, worried about, but she knows that there's something out there that they don't know. Yeah. Um... So I, I I love this scene. Like we talked about, like a lot of the cinematography stuff. There's a lot of like beautiful like crane aerial shots of them like moving yeah. through this country and stuff. But um, I love this shot where um, all the women are going out to like pick the flowers and gather the herbs and mm-hmm. and, and get and gather food. And she's walking the opposite way. Yeah. Because um, she's going out by herself. Um, and uh, no one no one said anything to her during this scene, but. <laughs> They're just all so shy. Um, we, we we get this our next CGI animal encounter here. What'd you think of the uh, the the wolf versus predator ninja Gaiden fight? It's fine. I mean, like you said, all this stuff is fine. <laughs> I I the idea of what they were trying to convey here, yeah, uh, you know, works enough to offset how awkward it looks. Um. I think there's a good place to need to stop and talk about this. What do you think of this predator design? Uh, love it until they take the mask off. <laughs> then you think he's an like, ugly motherfucker. I do not like the redesign of the face, but I think he looks badass as hell right up until that point. Yeah, and it's a it's a very different look. They kind of made they made the predator like a more primitive predator design too. Like he's got the the bone mask that's got the mandibles still out. Yeah. Um, and he's got like a lot of his weapons are kind of like, you know, the, the downgraded version of the traditional predator right. weapons. It's, it's still high tech, but it's lower tech than what we've seen in the other movies. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I don't know if there's like another monster that has as much stuff as the predator, maybe like the, the Jeepers Creeper guy. But like, right. He, he definitely has like a kit, like almost a utility belt full of uh, tools. And, and some of them, you know, you, you see new stuff in every different movie but he's got some uh some returning classics here yeah yeah like you, you got like the 
you got the net from Predator 2 that makes uh, mincemeat out of stuff. You oh, that the... compression net is so fucking badass. <laughs> you have to, like, split apart, like, spear cudgel that he's got. Um, the the shield that's, like, the adamantium or whatever can, like, cut through stone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that they can like that kind of spirals out. Um, yeah, like a like a snap deploy, almost like a pair of scissors that trails the sh- uh, shield after it. Yeah, yeah. The um, and then kind of the primitive version of the the um, the, the the laser gun that's uh, more of like a fires, rail gun. It like has yeah, the fires magnetic bolts. <laughs> I think it's a pretty uh, pretty rad reimagining. There's a few other ones too. It's got like the like, you know like throwing knife gadgets and uh I, little bombs <laughs> i also like that this this predator is shown to be getting in there and mixing it up a lot more than we've seen at least like in the first couple movies right yeah it's it i, I almost get the impression that it's like a like a younger predator or something and yeah, getting, i don't, like, I don't know if you're supposed to think that or if you're supposed if like it's a different uh like race or a different it's it's all yeah. part of, you know it's like someone from a different part of the planet who maybe has different traditions or different techniques for doing these things. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I always kind of think of the, um, the predators as being like the, the, the Jimmy John's owners of their home planet. Like, I wonder if there's like a home planet that's just like most yacht just, just have a fucking job. And this is like the Eric Trump of predators getting dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a visual right there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is it's definitely like because you almost have this mis, this mystique of being like a like a noble hunter sort of thing with with some of the other ones. But yeah. here it's it's almost like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. I'm going to use my cloaking device as basically a get out of jail free card. I'm going <laughs> to kind of cheat my way out of this fight that I'm very badly losing. <laughs> I, I think it's always been the Predators thing, though. It's like they have the code of honor until they're losing. And so, like, they get smushed right. by a tree and then they set off a nuclear bomb. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, hunters don't go out in the woods to lose. <laughs> they're not like, oh, I'm going to fucking one on one this deer. And if he gores me to death, I guess that's just the circle of life is no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting what you're saying is dinner. that I mean, I don't know as many hunters maybe as you do is that like. Hunters go out with suicide vests and they're just like, if this deer gores me, like, fuck you. Just, <laughs> just laughing as they pull the pin. You're going duck hunting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Have you seen you their know what it's like out there, man? Quack, quack. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to add that, that little diversion there. But she, she ends up coming across... Uh, a herd of skinned buffalo. Um, right, which is which is interesting because at this point you've seen s- indications that the natives aren't the only ones out there. You've seen like some, some metal bear traps and things like that. Um, but this is the first time where if you know a little bit of history, you're going to understand what's kind of going on here. Otherwise, you're just thinking, but the, why, why did the predator do this to all these things? Yeah, and it's... Like, but, it, it's Totally not but, their MO. <laughs> but it also, like, I, I think is trying to make a little bit of statement yeah. um, about kind of predators being metaphor for colonialism, for being right. like, you know, the the um, the noble and savage land. Um, that's that's the and when you you know, when you actually meet 
the 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 voyagers who are who are out there yeah. killed all these buffalo. Oh, the French, the real aliens. <laughs> these these dial code Santa Claus motherfuckers. <laughs> They're stinky cigars. <laughs> um if you want proof that this movie was inspired by uh by an eighties and, and early nineties movie, we get a we get a, a quicksand. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was of... I was <laughs> I was writing down, I said, Oh, we got hunters hunting hunters, we got Tatanka, we got quicksand, this movie's got it all. <laughs> we're uh we're uh, Naru's able to use her new invention that she you see her throwing the axe and keeping like going back and getting it to throw it. So she makes uh, a, like a tether for it so she can make it yeah, kind of the, like a harpoon. The rope axe is cool, but it's completely bullshit. Well, yeah. I mean, like it's most... cool. It's cool enough to get past the bullshit, but it is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but they make, they sell it. They sell it pretty well. Like, it's, it's, it's the the rule of cool, Josh. Yeah, yeah. The um, or she's like whipping it back and forth from tree to tree. Um, again, it's bullshit, but you know, it it, it looks cool. It's cool bullshit. <laughs> but she's able to, to navigate her way out of this with her new tool. She's able to like latch on and pull herself out. Um, uh, I like that this this is one of many callbacks to the original. Like you have yeah. you have the mud there, and if you have familiarity with the series, you're like, oh, I see what they're doing here, and they yeah. uh, they do a clever subversion of it. Yeah, yeah. Where you think it's going to be like Dutch, where she's going to come back and use this to camouflage her heat, but that's not what it's for. Yeah. Um, uh, there's this whole sequence with the grizzly bear with the, with, the, with the fist fight. Um, Jen, I may have told you this story before, but uh, have you had any experiences with grizzly bears? Other than seeing them in the zoo, no. Okay. I, Although, uh, I hate, before we get into it, yeah. Grizzly Bear Fist Fight's a fucking awesome band name. <laughs> um, when I was, like, 15, I was camping for the summer in, in uh, Colorado and in New Mexico, and one of the sites that we were in, the, the, the idiot that I was with, like, didn't put up the food properly, so we got we got visited by grizzlies. Um, yeah. And I was sleeping in my tent and it was about, it was as dawn was breaking and I heard it like slapping stuff around out there, but then it like smelled me in the tent. Yeah. Um, and Jesus Christ, I don't think I've ever been more terrified in my life. Uh, I've never come a... so hard. <laughs> I had a flap of, of tent nylon between me and like nature's 800 pound fish slapping tank. Yeah. Um, I could feel its breath and see its shadow against the, the wall of the tents. Jesus. And I mean, you're a child, too, so it's even bigger. <laughs> it was just... <sighs> that, that huffing <sighs> sound. <laughs> um, you don't forget that sound. You don't forget that feeling. No, no. That's terrifying. I mean, no, I, it's... the closest real experience I've had with bears is like going to, to Gatlinburg. You see black bears all over the place down there. Every time we've gone... Yeah. Uh, the past like 10 years there's always bears on the property just nearby you see them crossing the street you see them trying to get the trash cans see them walking around their cabins um, i know i shouldn't feel this way because they're still very dangerous wild animals but like i feel like after encountering grizzlies like i when i see a black bear i almost always expect it to come like in on a unicycle like, with a little <laughs> hat on like <laughs> or smoking <laughs> But anyway, um, Naru hunts a, uh, 
tries to attack this grizzly because this might be the thing that she's after. Um, this is this is the part where I say she should have paid attention to her brother's story because he was saying on his first hunt he was out in the rain with his father and they were yeah crawling through the mud and he started to tell a story about how his his uh, bowstring got wet and she pretends to fall asleep before he finishes but she crawling through the mud and her bowstring got wet and it snaps on her before she gets a chance to shoot the bear. Yeah, yeah. So she has to like put it back together and is, is saved by the, her dog basically running off and distracting it. Yeah. Um, before she hides from it like in a beaver's dam that, that the bears tearing apart and then we get our, our, our predator bear fist fight. Yeah. Was, Again. Great. <laughs> could could you more? Yeah, yeah. CGI bear still cool, still awesome to see predator lifting bear over body, cloaking being uh, gutting it. <laughs> Being able to see the through the cloak blood. because it's covered with blood, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the first of several times that that happens in this movie. Yeah, this this is a. Um, I mean, again, I wish I, I wish there was a bit more practical stuff, but uh, if you're looking for violent, gory deaths, if this if that's your your rubric for whether or not you're watching a horror movie, this predator has you has you covered. <laughs> um. Because our, our next group, the the hunters that were sent out to find her, um, they they show up again. Uh, she gets into this. We, we get a few fights in this movie. Like this uh, this fight's pretty cool. This is like her using kind of like size and speed to her advantage and oh yeah, uh, baiting him in and you know when he goes for the chokehold, being willing willing to bite into his arm and <laughs> she fights like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a clip that um, I'd forgotten about it, that Dom Herrera comp, the joke that he does where he talks about uh, guys who like talk trash before a fight. And I, I feel like that was me as a kid. Like the, if you fight me, you're going to have to kill me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I think um, never is a badass. Like they do a great job of showing that she is awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's, um, you know, she she kind of wants it more. She's, you know, these guys are just relying on, like, oh, we're just going to be able to, like, corral you and bring you in because we don't and we don't perceive you as a threat or as a person. It's not like these guys are pussies either. Like, shortly after this, they get into a confrontation with the Predator, and they're not cowards. I guess that's yeah. why they're called Braves. <laughs> what else? Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the boards on that one and see if that's the the thing that maybe least qualifies as a joke that is a joke that we've done on the show that might be I mean I think I've got a lot on that board but we might make some man I don't know I'm I'm pretty partial to small medium <laughs> um, but yeah this this fight also fucking rad like they uh, the the predator drops down and kills the dude who's been like antagonizing well, actually does I'm sorry does the this is where we first see the laser sights. Yeah. We, <laughs> it's just, and we find out that they can be independently targeted here. Yeah. They can target like the head and the heart and, um, which is going to come back. Uh, cause it, it functions a bit different with that, that it, the, the magnetic bolts follow wherever the laser goes. Yeah. Um, which like she's able to observe a couple times later on. It's um, not a shoulder mounted thing. It's like a hand cannon. So they, they go out and then they, kind of track to where the bolt the, where the laser target is yeah so they do have a little bit of uh you know they they go in one direction and then they curve around it's kind of like the uh like a fifth element with the 
the rewind system on the bullets. Do do you have a do you have a favorite uh, uh, death or moment in this section as as the predators like tearing through these braves and getting like a you know he gets he gets a couple like shots in from these guys they stab him in the foot can't feel good. Yeah, no, no, they they take the fight to him. Like this, yeah. I was saying earlier that this predator is not afraid to get in there and mix it up. This this predator actually like it does not. It seems very very tough, but it does not seem like you can't fight it. Yeah, and, and I think it, like one of the things that's really cool is like a parallel between it and Naru as well is that like it's it's shown many times like healing itself. Like it mm-hmm. it suffers these wounds in the fight and has like some right. sort of There's, spray. There's like, yeah, there's a scene coming up where you definitely see, you know, they're both patching themselves up after a big fight. Like they they do big fight here, then they have a big fight for her and they show them both patching up before they come together again. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it, like Naru is tied up. She's a, she's able to get like her weapon back. She's able to escape as like the the, the other guys are getting taken down. Like one guy who went off to pee, who you think is going to be like the first victim. He's like out in like a field of grain that she runs to. And uh, again, I love this bit where um, he's able to see like the grass being pressed down and he comes up and he's got his bow like drawn, ready to shoot and says that, Oh, we got him. And she sees the the lines appear. Nope. Got us. Nope. He's got us. Yeah. I think my, my favorite death of the three that kind of happened here. Yeah. Is uh, I guess four deaths happened here. It's either the third or fourth. Uh, the yeah. third, where the guy gets his legs chopped off while he's impaled to the, the fallen tree with a club. <laughs> yeah, the the guy who gets to like just look the predator in the eye after he's gotten his arm cut off and get his yeah. head chopped off is a is a pretty good one too. And it's just well, like, I, I, look at I like me while I do this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he they cut the arm off and he's clearly like, you know, terrified and in pain but he still looks at the thing that's about to kill him and screams defiance into his face before he dies. Yeah. Which, I mean, it is, it, it seems like this predator is kind of working its way up the food chain and identifying yeah. like the threats and finding so, like it's, this is something that I, I saw repeated several times when I was doing my kind of rabbit hole dive after watching it. Do we think that yeah, this is the first time they're here and he's just kind of scouting or is it that he's a young predator and he's learning what he can what he can hunt and what he can't hunt, what he should be looking for. Um, um, I, on that? I, I don't, I, I kind of lean towards like the young predator thing because that's also like, I want to see like a, a sequel to this where like Aristotle fights the predator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I, if I said this to you before um, we were talking, we had talked about watching this movie, our next one. And, um, I saw something flashed up on Facebook or in, in a like a thread because this movie was all over the place. It's very recent, uh, and someone said it seemed like they found the the secret to making a good predator movie is just take any time period and drop a predator in there. Yeah. <laughs> any any situation, any any right. other film. You just well, yeah, any other film. It. Yeah, just you know, Titanic with a predator. The iceberg didn't do it. <laughs> Like the uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Predator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> eat, eat, pray, love. With prey being uh, pride and prejudice and predators. <laughs> well, now we're yeah, now we're now we're veering veering dangerously close into um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter territory. Abraham um, Lincoln and predators. 
Um, but now we get to finally meet our, 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 our French I'm voyageurs. I'm seeing the title card drop down. It's just Abe, but the Predator font. <laughs> it's just it's just the original Predator, but like they've taken out the Predator and inserted Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it's just it's, in yeah, the it's not a Predator anymore. <laughs> Everything's invisible except for the stovepipe hat. <laughs> um, the, uh, the 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 French appear here because they they they've we've seen a trap out before. Naru is running from the predator. She gets caught in the trap, and the the predator comes up and picks up the trap that she's in. It's not its trap. So this yeah. is where it's like we get its kind of nebulous code of honor, where it doesn't want to kill some someone that's been caught by somebody else who's helpless. Yes. It doesn't want to kill things that are helpless. It wants to fight things that are dangerous. Yeah. Um, but she's, she's caught by the French here. Um, one, one guy who like, boy, I I wonder if this actor is really French. And if like, uh, if, if like they just told him like, no, be, be more French than you're already being like, just really lean into it. Like more songs, more like, (laughs) No, I uh, I fucking love the costuming in this movie. I think the the French trappers look incredible. Yeah, yeah um, it's it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, we we get our little uh, Predator Two Easter egg, or even the comics uh, Easter egg here with the their translator is uh, Raphael Adelini, uh, as we find out later on is has the pistol that shows up in Predator 2 at the end that yeah, Danny Glover's given. I had completely forgotten about that until my little rabbit hole trip after this movie. <laughs> Which is, like, how did they get a hold of that pistol? Because <laughs> uh, they didn't we'll have it. We'll talk I do like that he uh, he introduces himself because ever like we talked about it earlier, but the uh, the Frenchmen are all speaking French and it's not translated. Like when we see, I, I read that even if they go even a step further than that, that it's it's badly written French intentionally, so that people who understand French <laughs> are I mean, like baffled by the this, like the syntax and stuff. Yeah, like it's French enough to be French, but it's like someone put French through Babelfish and then back into French. <laughs> I, I, that's such a crazy experience when you watch like foreign films and they have English speaking characters, but it's like somebody who is just like probably a white dude who speaks like, you know, Portuguese or, you know, like German yeah. or something. And it's like, they just feed him the English lines and he's like saying it phonetically. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like in the country that it aired, like it, whatever, if you don't speak English, you don't know that that's like gobbledygook, but I, it, I also yeah. read that, in French, yeah, this is subtitled in German. <laughs> so, like, even if you like switch the language, it's still supposed to be incomprehensible to you. That's that's awesome. I didn't know that, but like, you're you're bringing you're bringing the knowledge to the table on the movie. That's that's uh, a little bit, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's let's upgrade your status here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not, no. <laughs> We're not doing that. Um, I do want to say um, that the line that he introduces himself with. Uh, not, not meant this way, but a hell of a pickup line. My my tongue is very smart. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know he didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but they, uh, we also find out that the um, 
the other hunters in the band had told her that that like Tabe was out looking for her too, but he was on the other side of the pass, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the hunters have captured Tabe, and they're like they're bleeding him. They intend to use. They know about the predator. They are intending to use uh, them as bait because they don't know how the predator operates. Um, cut Tabe across the chest the same way Billy cuts himself in the first one. <laughs> Which missed opportunity, I think, in the first one. To, you only hear him scream as Dutch and Pancho and Anna are going away. You don't hear him yell, this was a bad idea. <laughs> He's killing me. <laughs> oh, God, my spine. I've made a poor choice. <laughs> Why did I throw my gun away? <laughs> this um, machismo is bullshit. <laughs> so now we get like our next big action sequence. And I just want to like also call out this this visual design here too, where it's the um, like the burnt down forest with like the ash and the dead trees. Right, uh, like also, they, they they clear they like they purposely clear burn an area to set up a trap for the predator. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, this, it's great. <laughs> uh, and just the you know we see the initial like the the, the marksmen up on the hill who are aiming at the at the, uh, the the site and they just see like yeah. the horses getting away I, I love this that you see in the background like bodies falling down but they're so focused on their <laughs> their job that they don't notice what's happening behind them um and I, I don't think we can tally up all these but there's some there's some really cool ones in here there's a, a lot of french folks die <laughs> <in this. laughs> i before i this is another. We have another callback. We have if it bleeds, we can kill it. I want. I gotta call that out because it's fucking awesome. I <laughs> I gave a fist pump <laughs> because Naru's like I I don't even know if this thing is killable. And Tabe's just like if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 rad. That's um, unfortunately everybody has time to bleed though. Do you, do you know what my favorite kill in this scene is? What's which one is that? It's the three guys with long rifles who all three shoot at him. And then stand there like, uh, oh, well, uh, <laughs> I guess we shot our shot. Do, do we die now? Is that, <laughs> is that how this Just works? Pour this powder in the ball, the tamp down, tamp, 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 tamp. I'm pretty fond of the of the the first the the shield getting deployed for the first time and pinning the guy up against the wall. That was a very slasher movie killer moment right there. That's, that was like the predator going, huh? All right, that was badass. Because <laughs> he gives he's a little 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 like head tilt kind of acknowledgement to the camera after he does it. Gives gives the cane hotter. Gives the yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they again like Tabe and Naru like they realize well at least uh naru is able to realize that that he's not going to come after them and they can kind of use this as an opportunity to escape and you get a little bit of a joke there's not a lot of jokes in this movie but i do like the the bit like oh uh there's a trap nearby them we already saw like that predator get caught trap oh other great fucking kill (laughs) predator throwing the trap onto the guy's head (laughs) i like that my favorite part about that is the guy uh, stepping up to him beforehand, like tossing the knife back and forth, like he's gonna knife fight the predator. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> um, the uh, 
they, but they, she tells the story about like a, a, a beaver like chewing its way out of being trapped uh, as from rising floodwaters and right. Uh, like, Tabe, it was, yeah, it was worth it to the beaver to gnaw its own arm off rather yeah. than die. Tabe thinks she's gonna do the same thing with with the trap, but she drops a stone in it and uses it to cut, like snaps up and cut the rope. And I'm smarter than a beaver. <laughs> well, we should mention too that this. This trap initially goes to plan. The predator comes down and gets caught. Yeah, yeah, he gets he gets uh, caught by the, they've got the, uh, the the guys under tarps that uh, pop out and and shoot at him. He, he takes a little bit of damage here. Um, I, I would say that it's uh, you'd think that predators, being a species solely based around hunting, from what we know, would know a little bit more about traps. <laughs> again, this, that's more credence to my like this. This is a uh, a dentist with a with a safari picture up in his office of the predator world. He, he paid for this trip. He didn't expect it to be dangerous. <laughs> he was dropped off by the nice safari man. <laughs> um, I uh, so so they 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 are able to escape here, and uh, Tabe has his eyes set on a horse because that was another thing that was added into the script after they like kind of realized and talked to like actual like. Comanche folk and we're trying to make it as authentic as they can. It's like, uh, you didn't put any courses in this movie. And by this time, uh, that's what, that's what they do. <laughs> they're, they're yeah. uh, a band, band hunters who know, who know how to use horses. Uh, um, boy, does he? <laughs> yes. Um, and they've, they've also captured Sari. So Naru goes back to save him gets again, another, like, I, I think a lot of the, uh, we're talking a lot about the fights here. Cause it's, it's an action movie, but like, I, right. I like a lot of this economy of action and this, like these are brutal, not the fanciest fights, but it's like, there's always something cool happened. These are the, these are the parallel scenes we were talking about where the predator has his big action moment in the, the charred forest, taking out all the Frenchmen and Naru's in the camp, taking out the ones that are there. And then they have this moment afterwards where they both kind of take a moment to patch themselves up after the fights (laughs) before they come (laughs) back together. And this, it's just, it's, there's a lot of, parallels and, and a lot of like i said Chekhov's gun sort of stuff in this in this movie yeah. it was really uh, artfully executed and she gets a she gets a gun because she's she's able to she she parlays with uh with the translator with Raphael mm-hmm. um and is able to give him the healing herbs and we've already like established a couple times now we kind of know this is where this she is figures out that it can be used to reduce your body heat yeah, because the predator shows up and doesn't see him until it steps on him, <laughs> and, and he, he like sees, cries he out. Sees the blood trail from his yeah. stump leg, which I thought was a cool visual. <laughs> it just—I mean, for for to him, it probably looked like someone bled out, crawling away. Yeah, yeah, but she, you know, again, she she uses that too. She uses that to like sees that he's followed the the, mm-hmm. the trail to find him. Um, but the uh. You know, they they have their confrontation and they're about to fight when Tabe shows back up, and uh, Tabe gets his little uh, he gets he gets a moment here. Tabe beats that ass, <laughs> impales him like completely through the, with through the with path. his own spear with the because <laughs> he'd thrown that he'd thrown that away in the charred woods to impale a Frenchman and Tabe took it and he got himself yeah. a horse and he comes back <laughs> and clonks him on the head knocks that mask off. 
But again, there's it's very economical because he while he's doing that, um, yeah, he only has one air and he shoots the fucker three times with it. He, he does the Skyrim move of pickpocketing the arrow back from the person who <laughs> shot. Um, but uh, but Naru is able to see that the because um, he's trying to shoot Tabe and his his uh, helmet's been knocked off and the 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 sights are pointing at a tree, so she's yeah. able to see how the how it works. Because he doesn't that, shoot the tree, but the tree still gets shot, so she knows that the the arrows go to where the laser points. Yeah, yeah. So it's again just how much this movie, like, where I think it really serves her really well is it makes her such a like like a fucking Batman character <laughs> where she's, she's absorbing like, all this information and she totally puts it to use. <laughs> yeah, and and like you had mentioned before, like Tabe is beating the shit out of him until he just like cheats. Yeah, um, he's. And, he, well, I mean, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Tabe, <laughs> Tabe has him. Yeah, um, and when he disappears, like Tabe knows that like that the game's up, and you know, repeats yeah. his line earlier, like he told her, like when you're hunting, you say like, "This is it. You go, you go no further." Um, and he says that about himself before he gets attacked, but he still gives her time by grabbing the wolf skull he'd gotten earlier and like shifting the, the predator in the leg with it. Yeah. Tabby's the man. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he rules, but now we get, we get to like the Dutch section of this where she starts setting all her like traps and well, it, it's she very sets her Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> uses, uses the, uh, the Frenchman that she has uh, found. Uh, I, I want to point out the difference between the, uh, the Frenchman coming in, the Native American, and that uh, Naru uses every part of the Frenchman. <laughs> um, but she she actually successfully uses him as bait because she gives him a gun that's not loaded after she's cut his leg off uh, and rats are nibbling at it. Again, like maybe a, a, a horror movie idea, seeing him wake up to these rats gnawing on his leg. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, um, But the... Uh, you know, she takes her own herbs to hide herself and is like this is, saying, this is, I mean, pun intended, cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see that I'm killing you. <laughs> yeah, she she's just staring him in the face while he, she knows he can't do anything to her. And yeah. she's got this plan she's about to execute. She's like, you can't see that I'm killing you. You bled my brother. I'm bleeding you. Uh, and you can't see that this is happening and he won't either. And then she just steps out of the way and lets the predator do what the predator do. Yep, and just caps him in the back of the head, which... Uh, Execution you know. style is fucking awesome. She learned, <laughs> she, there's another instance of learning. She learned the proper amount of powder to put in the pistol. Because <laughs> it didn't fire before when she did it. Yeah, yeah, she she's able to, to get it to go off this time. But, like, she also has the backup plan for when this doesn't kill it and knocks the, the mask off. She takes that with her, sets up a, a trap in the mud pit, and we get this fight sequence where she's like trying to lead it to there with the leg but again like in the original predator it sees the trap this is um a, a reference that you will get and i i doubt very many of you very many of our <laughs> none of our listeners <laughs> it's yeah, tecmo's deception <laughs> that's what that's what this kill is oh yeah yeah it's uh it's a uh, uh, old like playstation one game where, yeah. like, where you're the bad guy setting traps in a castle yeah. and killing she set heroes. up traps to knock him into other traps to knock him into other traps <laughs> She got that combo meter going, but she has to. She has to get her. She has to get her hands dirty. She has to jump in there and attack him. And we would get like the the triumphant sorry running with the axe fetch. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, this, this is this is incredible. The fans she puts seat. together everything that she's learned over the course of the movie and just unloads on this fucker. Yeah, including the 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 final bit, like she's mounted his his mask up so that the, the thing's there and like he's and stuck this is in mud. this is a legitimate Dutch callback when she's leaning in front of the tree stump saying, "Come on, do it." <laughs> Before uh, it fires and realizes too late that its its own sights are are, are trained on it, and she's able to come back. I wanted to cheer when this happened. Like this whole this whole section yeah. here was just like glorious and triumphant. Yeah, I feel like I do want to see like a predator movie where the predator wins, though. Especially like if it's all like against a bunch of shit bags. <laughs> the the predator wins for most of the movie, Josh. <laughs> He wins every encounter until the very end. He wins until he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Naru comes back to her 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 band. She's got the the predator blood on his war paint. He's got yeah, the it's, it's calling back to when Tabe came back with the mountain lion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and gets that gets that like ceremony gets that respect that that she was wanting all along. Um, which her, uh, to... Kitamiya is that what it's called the. The oh, hunt yeah. where you hunt something that can hunt you back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the um, did you did you watch all the post credits? I did. Yes. So um, you do see that, like uh, you know, like the story of colonialism. Uh, stopping the one predator, other predators come. We get that like animated sequence where it's showing all of them moving and like all the sequence of the movie, and then well, yeah, uh, I mean they they dropped the off their, their, they dropped off their dentist. They had to come pick them back up. <laughs> He paid for it. But I also think this is how, because we see that she's got the, the Adelini pistol that gets handed off in yeah. Predator 2. I think this is how the Predators get it back. I don't, I don't think this has a, I don't think the story. <laughs> you know, it's, it's weird that you say that. Cause like, are you saying that like they came back and they like revenge killed this tribe? Or at least did enough to get that gun back. <laughs> see, I don't know about that because if in the end of Predator 2, which evidently is canon, they, they like revere strength, and if someone is able to kill a predator, they recognize that. Do you think like, maybe that's like, how Danny Glover gets the gun? Is he kills the predator, and they they give him a trophy to commemorate <laughs> the kill when they come to get the body? Do you think that the predators just show up and they just have like an exchange? Just like, hey, good on you. Like, uh, you you give us that gun, we'll give you something else. Like, <laughs> I, see, I don't know. I I think I think there's more to the story that we're missing. Like it's cool to have that little that little knickknack that little Easter egg here, but yeah. I think we're missing part of it. All right, uh, we we've kind of walked to the end of this. Um, I mean, there's other stuff you want to like call out. I mean, like I I think we, we sidetracked a few times to just talk about like how pretty this movie is and how it's like well shot. It's it's gorgeous, um, I, especially for like you said, like you don't necessarily associate that level of craft with a with a direct streaming product. Yeah, and I think part of that is also that this this movie in its development went from being like a Fox movie to being a, a Disney movie. So mm-hmm. I think at some point along the way, like plans changed. I think it was probably initially intended to be more of a theatrical release and, and got kind of sidelined into you this. You think it was it was bigger and was scaled back, or just the 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 scope of what they wanted to do with it as far as a release strategy was scaled back at least. So they sure it's, it, it could have gotten a, a lot of its look while it was getting like Fox. We're going to release this in theater money. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we've, we've already done our, like, I don't need to sell you on this one. I maybe yeah. sell folks who... <laughs> we did all our end of show stuff right up top. <laughs> <laughs> you, so don't, again, you don't have to listen to the rest of it, folks. That's how much we care. We, <laughs> we save you some time. <laughs> we still got more things to do. I do want to, like, again, just shout out, like, as a, 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 a honorary uh, crispy... Uh, you know, at least I, I, a runner's up for for Coco, a very good girl <laughs> who deserved to be in every moment of this movie as much as she was. I think she got what she needed. <laughs> um, so we did the sale, we did the crispy. Let's talk a little bit about next time. Sure. Um, so we did um last time when we had we had Jen on we didn't uh, I didn't I, I picked out this movie since uh, I I want to say I just wanted to talk about something that was currently in the zeitgeist also kind of lazy didn't put together a game but um I reached out to her I gave her a choice um between everything that was available on streaming from uh, a director that we have not covered yet who's a who's a horror legend that we haven't we haven't touched base with. Um, we've never done a George Romero movie, so, um, that can't be right. It, it, is, it right? is, it is my friend. We've, we've not done any of the dead movies. We've not done any of his other, other movies. So out of everything that was available on streaming, um, Jen Fett has picked out for us, uh, creep show. So we're also heading back to Stephen King country. We've got the, little, the little uh, anthology, the anthology. Yeah. The, uh, Stephen King EC comics, tribute uh directed by this collaboration with with george romero so that's what we're going to be I, doing next time i may have seen some of this i know you saw creep show too because uh it was the first vhs i owned and i watched it all the time <laughs> I, um, I couldn't tell you what's on it but i i want to say that i've seen some of this if not the creep show 2 starts with the thing in the lake right uh, I think Old Chief Woodenhead's the first one. The, the raft is in that one. Okay, yeah, the raft like, is in that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That the. This is what have the 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 thing in the box. It does. Yes. Okay. You're thinking, you're thinking of the right one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've seen I've seen some of this. Not enough to like say that I remember any of it, but. Um, we do get an acting performance from Stephen King in this movie. I, I should say an acting performance from the, the cocaine pulsating through Stephen King's body. <laughs> the cocaine so. wearing Stephen King as a skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shout out again to uh, to Jen for uh, helping helping us settle on that one. Um, so yeah, let's just do our business stuff and then um, get on out of here. We're uh, Reach on out to us, our email account, selling the scream at Gmail. Our Twitter handle is at Scream Selling. Um, touch base with me there. Um, we announced like all the uh, upcoming episodes and double feature recommendations and all that stuff in the Facebook group. Um, so just ask uh, to join, and a, a robot will, answer, will ask you a couple of questions. If you answer those correctly, it will let you in. Um, yeah, and if you could please uh, write a review on the on the podcatcher of your choice, it helps us drive some traffic if we made a, a commute any better or just uh, you know, want to help help some folks out. Um, it does say here uh, in this iOS agreement that um, if you're going to leave a bad review, that it's only honorable to leave bad reviews for podcasts you consider to be a direct threat. 
So I, I have not made any direct threats. I don't believe you have as well. So uh, if we can... not where anyone can hear them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I brandish a gun at the microphone the entire time I'm recording <laughs> this episode. Just pointed at the listener. Gangster uh, style. <laughs> but until uh, next time, join us for a uh, creep show. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, thank you.